In recent times, the United States has been having a sort of political revolution. More people than ever are using their platforms and their voices to discuss the racial inequality that this country allows. While most of the attention is focused towards the more blatant acts of racism, like the killings and the beatings and the unnecessary force used by the law, there is a far more sinister and subtle way the minorities in this country are targeted. I have been ignorant and apathetic towards the injustices that minorities in this country have faced in the past. Recently, I began to understand the importance of kids like me using their voice and becoming educated. I began to learn about the way America's wealth is unevenly distributed against African Americans. I began to learn about the way ICE targets immigrants and takes kids away from their families, and I realized that the racism in this country is far more deliberate, far more planned than a trigger-happy cop getting nervous and shooting a black kid. The government wants this to happen, and this is why I cho chose to talk about systemic inequality. In America, your identity plays a major role in the opportunities that you have in life and your ability to succeed. The title of my first source is Systemic Inequality. This document comes from the Center for American Progress and it was written by Daniel Solomon to display how structural racism is causing the wealth gap in America. The quote I chose is, unfortunately, wealth in this country is unequally distributed by race and particularly between black and white households. African-American families have a fraction of the wealth of white families, leaving them more economically insecure and with far fewer opportunities for economic mobility. This quote connects with the subtopic because it displays the way wealth is unevenly distributed in America and how the, gov the government contributes to this systemic inequality. The subtopic is systemic inequality, and this article very deliberately goes over systemic inequality. My second source is titled Systemic Inequality, Displacement, Exclusion, and Segregation. This source came from the Center for American Progress, and it was written by Daniel Solomon to display how the American housing system undermines wealth building in communities of color. The quote I chose is, public policies have systemically removed people of color from their homes. It then considers how federal, state, and local policies have fortified housing discrimination. This quote supports the thesis and connects to the subtopic because it displays how the government has contributed to the housing discrimination, which is systemic inequality. My third and final source is titled, Treating Immigrants Like Criminals Has a Long History in the United States. This source comes from the Washington Post and it was written by Melina Juarez Perez. This source is meant to display how the government mistreats immigrants and creates laws to get them in jail, which is systemic inequality. The quote I chose is the title, Treating Immigrants Like Criminals Has a Long History in the United States. This quote supports the thesis and connects to the subtopic because the article details how the government targets immigrants and treats them like criminals by putting them in detention centers and making laws that blatantly target them. Hi, so I'm here with my mom, Rebecca Diaz, and I'm going to ask her a few questions. How would you describe your identity? Definitely connect more to 
my father's Mexican roots, or just generally, because I've been there uh, every every year. And uh, yeah, so I grew up in the southeast side of the city and have spent most of my life working in the economic development sector. I have a wonderful child (laughs) (laughs) who is also Mexican-American. True. Yeah, and I guess that, yeah, that's that's me. I'll let you know the specific question. That's good. Do you think minorities are systemically targeted by the government? Elaborate a little bit. Well, it's always been the case. I've never seen it as, uh, I mean, blunt as it is today with the current administration. Um, But yes, historically, uh, black and brown communities have always been targeted or, excuse me, um, in terms of redlining and not having the same opportunities for uh, wealth building and educate. I mean, a lot of what we've already been talking about, right? Um, That doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. It happens because there is no investment in these communities from the government. Not to say that the government alone needs to solve these problems. Uh, I I'm a big believer in public-private partnerships. And so you can say, you know, the government, um, currently at the treasurer's office, we've started a commission. It's the Advancing Equity and Banking Commission, and it it's holding banks accountable for systemic racism, not only in communities, but in the advancing minorities within their organizations, uh, boards of directors, corporate. I mean, it's a <clears throat> it's a problem not only in government, but yes, to answer your question, um, particularly now, the government is racist, <laughs> and sadly, I mean, it's it's insane. Um, but yeah, they do. Thanks. Two to three things that I learned uh, are about how in Chicago specifically, there are far less banks, public transport, good schools, and parks on the west and south sides. I also learned about how the city treasurer's office is making an effort to hold banks accountable for not being in underserved communities, which is the government trying to make a change, which kind of contradicts what I had said, but... Uh, yeah, it's a government trying to make a change, which is good to see. Yeah, so in conclusion, I really just learned about how uh, in Chicago, again, specifically, underserved communities are a real issue and how my mom is actually trying to work to help them and uh, sort of uh, help the economy in them and you know get more businesses out there. Um, I also didn't realize before that banks themselves were also sort of responsible for systemic inequality as them not being in communities of color is also a huge setback for wealth building in those communities. Um, So, yeah, I didn't really understand that at first, but 
it makes a lot of sense now. Uh, and as someone who used to live in the southeast side, you know, I never really thought about it, but now that I'm in Lincoln Park, it just makes sense. Like, there were, there were not really that many pinks out there. So, yeah, those are just some things that I learned. Um, overall, uh, yeah, this was a good learning experience with my mom. Uh, it was really interesting to see her view on things, and yeah.